0: This is the FM Gold Journal of All India Radio in the weekly program Money Talk. We now bring you a discussion on effects of the U.S. intention to terminate preferential trade terms to India. The participants are Amiti Sen, financial analyst, and Arya Madanmohan, journalist.
1: Today we are going to discuss the Trump administration in the US, which is evidently considering halting the Indian trade benefits under the GSP program. GSP stands for the Generalized System of Preferences, I understand. And what the effects will be on India. Why do countries trade with each other? What's the benefit?
0: If even a person who is not, you know, directly connected to economics or business, etc., if we just sit back and think, the idea is really basic and simple. People trade because one person or one country may be better equipped to produce something compared to another country. So it makes sense for that for country A to make product say product B which where it has a comparative advantage and the next country to produce something where it's own advantage and then exchange it because that way, you know, there will be also economy of scale and also countries would benefit from the specialization that they have in each other's in their respective areas.
1: So I guess we're talking here about free trade and there's comparative advantage, but I guess things start getting a little bit difficult when countries start putting tariffs in place or whatever, and that could be any country wherever in the world. That's true as a generalized concept, isn't
0: it? Tariffs have a very important place in our world because every country there is a domestic industry as well and you know it cannot be a perfect situation where one particular country is only producing one product and some other countries producing another product and countries are just producing one specific product and then they are basically deciding what are the terms of exchange that are best and then exchanging them so we have a situation where countries produce a lot of products where they also compete with each other so a government has to basically look at the areas where its own industry needs protection from another country and impose tariffs suitably so that the industry is protected and also not keep the tariffs so high that it would actually affect the consumers in the country. It is a very well-balanced decision that governments
1: take. So, Amiti, the GSP itself, what does this mean and when did it start?
0: The GSP, as you said, it stands for Generalized System of Preferences. So, it was launched in 1974 by the U.S. The U.S. government launched this program to help developing countries find markets in the developed world, particularly their country. So, they identified products for each country and said that, okay, you can export these items duty-free to our country and take advantage of over other, other developed countries who would be charged some import duty. So, in 1974, the scheme was launched and it has been helping developing countries including India for four decades.
1: But I understand the products under it are mainly raw materials or are they finished goods or well, how does it work?
0: That was the idea behind the US program. It not only wanted to help developing countries. It also had a selfish interest which is to help its own industry which benefits from the raw materials or the intermediary goods which developing countries supply at a much lower price than they would have to pay in their own countries. So that is why you know this GSP scheme has been thriving for so long and there have not been too much protests within the US because the US industry has itself been benefiting from it.
1: So they basically import raw materials from countries like India through GSP and then with no duty so we can keep our prices low and then they add value to it and then they can export or sell those goods with a value add. That's right. What is the amount of the GSP that we would lose in this duty-free goods and the benefit really?
0: India is the largest beneficiary under the GSP scheme. Around $5.6 billion worth of exports every year get covered under the GSP scheme and Indian exports can export it's valued at that amount duty free to the U.S. But if we calculate the actual benefit which is accruing to exporters because of this duty free thing, then it is I think around dollar 190 million, which is not a very big amount as the commerce ministry has pointed out today in its interaction with the media
1: so 190 million and what is the total trade of india and u.s i think it's around 170 billion for goods and services yes
0: yes and if we just look at goods because gsp benefits is only on goods we export goods around dollar 47.8 billion to the u.s So the items which get covered under GSP are roughly about 5% of India's total exports to the country.
1: That's not very much really in terms of the loss from our perspective. It's not something that we really need to be worried about.
0: From macro perspective, no. But then there would be an immediate hit to the exporters who have been accessing the U.S. market's duty free because suddenly they will be in competition with other countries. But we have to also accept that our country is not in the same situation it was in 1974 we have moved forward and I think this is something which the Indian industry has to get
1: used to because at the same time I mean if you look at India and the US if you look internationally they're really good friends of ours I mean they we've been growing closer to them haven't we and therefore Our relationship especially under Trump now who's actually talking about imposing removing this uh, GSP benefit the Trump administration is really close to the current government in India and this has started with Barack Obama as well previously and earlier but really solidifying now in terms of perhaps military cooperation etc so I guess there are a lot of global issues that we need to consider as well apart from just the trade aspect when we look at our reaction to this
0: US is our largest export
1: destination
0: And this is going to stay this way for a long time. We export the largest amount of goods, our industry is benefiting a lot by accessing the US market. So that is a fact that we know and we appreciate. At the same time, when there are barriers that are being put or maybe benefits that are being taken away, one has to protest, which India has been doing. One has to talk, discuss, you know, try to sort out concerns. Find out why the U.S. is doing it. Try to find out ways out of it. India has been doing this for the last few months. The Commerce Ministry in India and the U.S. Department of Commerce as well as the USTR's office. They have been in discussions as to, you know, what would the U.S. want India to do? So, U.S. has given a list of things where they wanted more market access. They had pointed out areas. So India was working out something. India was hoping that, you know, it would be enough for to convince US to continue the GSP scheme. But it proved that it was not enough. And they have announced that they would withdraw it in 60 days. But at the same time, India has said that it would continue its discussions with US.
1: Amiti, the GSP isn't the only trade issue that we have with the US or the trade discussions. The trade discussions are actually ongoing for other things as well, right, in terms of market access for the U.S. for other goods.
0: That's right. When the Trump regime came to power, it identified a number of countries with which the country runs a trade deficit and India and China were among them. Although you can't actually compare India with China because China's trade surplus with U.S. is huge. But India's trade surplus is also considerable. It was around, I think, some $27 billion or so at that time. And the Trump regime made it very clear that they wanted this deficit to be narrowed. But the interesting thing is that India probably is the only country which actually took that matter seriously and India has been working on it. So in 2017 itself, the trade gap was narrowed I think by around 6-7% and then last year, for the first time, India decided to buy oil and gas from the US. Mm. And the primary reason for it was to buy more so that the trade deficit gets narrowed. And we bought oil and gas about for worth around $3 billion. And it has been estimated by the Indian government that for 2018 the deficit would shrink by another 4 billion dollars and going forward in 2019, we plan to buy not only more oil, and more coal, we also plan to buy more aircraft because India is in the need of aircraft. So we are also in talks with the US government. A purchase of aircraft and that is what the Commerce Ministry has been telling the USTR for a long time that just look at what we have done because our intention is very clear. If you look at the numbers, the numbers will tell you the story. So I think we have to just give it some time and hope that message sinks in because the US also at the end of the day needs India. I'll tell you something very interesting. When this GSP review was going on, so USTR has this process of inviting comments from everybody. So there was a large section of the US industry which asked the USTR to continue the GSP because they were the ones who were benefiting from the low-cost inputs that India would supply.
1: As you said, GSP is mainly raw materials.
0: Yeah, intermediaries. This also also signifies the symbiotic relationship between the two countries. And when both industries are interdependent on each other, I don't think something like you know, a withdrawal a scheme would really hurt relationships.
1: I was just going to take a deep dive into some of the USA exports to India and diamonds on the top at about 7 billion, then mineral fuels, uh, 2.8, aerospace, 2.1 billion, uh, machinery and then optical medical instruments, etc. But similarly, when you look at the USA imports from India, you get diamonds, pharma, mineral fuels, textiles and, of course, services are very large. I mean, services are 28 billion, India's exports. But the interesting thing is, The same products, how is it that the same products are featuring on both lists?
0: Sometimes, like especially in case of jams and jewellery, we import some of the stones, the precious stones, and we work on them and we re-export them and it could be the same for some products from India, like US imports them and then adds value and re-exports them. So it is common, it is common for countries which trade with each other, to have similar products on the import as well as export list.
1: So it's a value-add that we provide. Yes, and either
0: it. here or there, the value addition is taking place.
1: But I understand there are some interesting products which we can't import from the USA because there are certain religious or other reasons for that.
0: Yes, this brings us back to the GSP debate. The GSP review started last year because of complaints from two industries in the US one is the dairy industry the second is the medical equipment industry so the US dairy industry for long has been trying to persuade India to do away with this provision India has this requirement that all dairy items should come with a certification which says that the source animal has never been fed animal derived blood meal so this is something which the US dairy industry has a problem with and they said that you know it's very difficult for us to give the certification and we can't and unless you remove this we can't export but Although India has tried to reach some kind of a compromise on other issues but here the matter is religious matter so India said that this is something which is non-negotiable because cow is considered holy in our country and it is very important to have this kind of a certification so that there is no doubt in the mind of the consumer that the item is free of any bovine content that is somewhere where india put its foot down so this could have been one reason for the gsp benefit to have been withdrawn the other complainant was the medical equipment industry the medical equipment industry had a problem with price caps that we have on our medical equipment because the idea is to ensure that the prices are not too high for our consumers india tried to basically again reach a compromise here it said that it was you know trying to put in place suitable trade margin approach within a reasonable time frame. But then it would be something which would balance the concerns about fair pricing for the consumers as well. So this is something the consumer interest is something which India cannot compromise with. As we discussed before, at stake is only dollar one ninety million. So for that, we cannot, there are some things which are non-negotiable and on those things India,
1: we India can't negotiate,
0: that we, that we can't move.
1: But there's an interesting broader view here that Turkey as well, the US is trying to remove Turkey from GSP as well and if you look at the trade, Between um, the U.S. and Europe, I believe, there are a number of issues, sticking points there with auto inputs, auto imports, and in the U.K. as well, with um, the U.K. saying that the trade will increase greatly with the U.S., but U.K. may have to accept chlorinated chicken, which is chicken which is preserved through some degree of chlorine. So they're not singling out us, really, are they?
0: No, 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 not at all, because India is just one of the countries which have been, you know, at the receiving end of these measures from the U.S., China is the biggest. As you can see, there is is ongoing trade war. There is no other way to put this. There is an ongoing trade war between China and the US. They have already imposed retaliatory duties on each other's products and they are often both sides sit together trying to look for a compromise. But then we see that it doesn't work out and then they get back to their, you know, warring positions. So, the US and China is very much on and the US also has issues with EU. So, if you look at like last year when US decided to impose these penal duties on steel and aluminium on a number of countries. But there was just no valid reasons for that. So they just imposed those duties and said that these are security concerns. So no, no, it would be like really wrong to say that India is the only country. It says that India also happens to be one.
1: So do you think then Trump is trying to satisfy his domestic constituency by this?
0: See, we have to remember that where Donald Trump is coming from. He is a big businessman. When he looks at things, when he evaluates things, he does it from the point of view of a business person. So that is why we see a little more aggressive posture from this regime than from the earlier ones. So, Amiti,
1: so, what is the future? This is really just a storm in a teacup, and, but we have to be aware of what's happening.
0: Yeah, yeah, the future, I think the future remains pretty good because as I said that U.S. is our largest export dis- destination. We are America's, I think, 11th largest trading partner and trade has been robust in the past. Going forward also we see, as we discussed before, that there is a very good relationship between the two countries. We export products that the U.S. needs. Even our IT industry is very strong there. We create a lot of jobs there. So I don't see relationships dampening going into the future.
1: Amiti, thank you very much.
0: Thank you so much. You were listening to a discussion on effects of the U.S. intention to terminate preferential trade terms to India. The participants were Amiti Sen, financial analyst, and Arya Mohan, journalist. This program was produced and presented by the News Services Division of All India Radio. You can also listen to this program on our website newsonair.nic.in. You may email your opinion about this program at airnsdtalks at gmail.com.